we'll see how I edit this. Maybe I'll try to make it pretty Ira Glassy, like at the beginning. Yeah. I'll get like pretty close to the mic and I'll do the like. On today's episode of Assistant oh, okay. Directed, we take a look at grabbers, rakes, and some tomfoolery that happens with both of those at our normal summer camp. Check it out. That's pretty good. He doesn't really say check it out. No, he doesn't say check it out. He usually starts even, sometimes he'll start with a quote. He'll be like, Two roads diverged in the yellow wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Was Robert Frost thinking about grabbers when he wrote that? Science says, probs. All right, what should we talk about on the podisode today, Bones? Well, there's a lot we've teased. I think first and foremost, we need to give a bubbler update. Yeah, so the bubbler, I have, just so you know, in the the day off Uh episode, I found a rogue bubbler. Not, well, rogue is the wrong word. I found (laughs) a bubbler in the... Hostile and running through the woods? No, it was in the... Shouting threats? You know, it wasn't even in the wild. It was in (laughs) town. It was in the city. There was like a one, not even a full block park. And it had a bubbler that looked just like ours, but way better. How Be- so? It, it was the same color. It was the same green. <laughs> so I think there's some copyright issues first between <laughs> summer camp and the city of... Northern Michigan yeah. City. Northern Bill. Michigan Cherry Capital City. <laughs> and you can track... If you want to get from one side to the other, you might traverse it. You might traverse the city. So the bubbler looked almost exactly the same, but you know how the top of ours just flat and it yeah. makes it look like a trash can. Yeah. So the one I found, it was a little bit skinnier. It was more svelte yeah. and the top had a dome. Oh, that's okay. So it looked less like a trash can, but here was the best part. Okay. There was the water filler. Yeah. And it said it was filtered. Ours says nothing about being <laughs> filtered. I'm pretty sure it just comes straight out of the ground. And when you turned on the water fountain itself, the the bottle filler didn't lose pressure. And three, and most importantly, okay. there was a little dog water fountain <laughs> at the bottom of it. Those are cute. It was cute. Or you could, like, if you had a little kid, that's where it would A really out. little kid. Or if for some reason you chose to roll around with your belly on a skateboard and that was your preferred mode of locomotion and no judgments from me. That would be a good thing for you. <laughs> that would be a good thing. I know you're speaking you as in the listener. Yeah. But you're looking at me saying that would be a good thing for you. That might and be a good thing for you. It makes me worried if you think that I should give up on walking, <laughs> running, biking, anything like that, and just get a skateboard and lay on it and roll around. Uh Okay, so that's the bubbler update. No, no, Matt. We didn't do a bubbler update. You updated us on a bubbler in uh, a northern Michigan city one might traverse for cherry purposes. We didn't talk about ours at all. <laughs> I let, t- let me, let me. Right. Okay, listen. Bones, you'll right. be better at this. Thank you. Okay, here's what's up. The bubbler's in. It works. The flow isn't great, but it comes out. And we are very grateful for that. I saw the guys installing it, and I said, hey, can I use this? And they said yes. One of the counselors used it, and it was very milky. But since, <laughs> since then, it has cleared up. 
Um, it would I, be kind of cool if we had like a milk bubbler. That's called a cow. Oh, hey, um, Thomas, how's it going? Good. Good. All right. See ya. Uh, He's just taking off his shoes. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good cabin etiquette. It's <laughs> good. Anyway. Neither of us have taken off his no, shoes. No, that's bad cabin etiquette. Um, we're in the program director's cabin where the programs are directed, and Thomas just came in to... Uh, we're not just talking to ourselves. We're recording something. It could. It does kind of look like we're talking to it ourselves, does. but I have a pair of headphones on because where Thomas is, he can't see the recording device. Yeah. And so it looks like Bones and I are sitting on a couch talking to one another while I have a pair of headphones on that goes nowhere. <laughs> and, and listener, unless you listen to this, we are talking to ourselves. That's true. And probably while Cody produces this for a week, we will have been talking to ourselves. Definitely. And to be honest, like, we'll still talk to ourselves because I know I'm going to listen to it at least three times. Yeah, thrice. Okay, but look, we're going to put the bubbler to rest. Water comes out. It's not fast. It's there. I asked the people installing it if it was any different than the water in the cabin. They said no. <laughs> Maybe Norm was right this whole time. Norm, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, the same water in the it, cabin. It's the same water. But so I'm still filling up my water bottles in the sink at HQ because I can't fit my tall, slender, svelte water bottles underneath the little spigot thing. Also, it fills up really slowly. Other than that, we love it. <laughs> it does take a long time. I the only I just want to point out that it's very popular. It's extremely well. popular. And it's been very popular. Who would have known that kids like to stay hydrated? Okay, so what do you want to talk about on this pod episode? We've t- I have mentioned that we're going to talk about rakes. That's right. Um, you want to get into that? Yeah. The only reason we wanted to talk about rakes, listener, is because one day there were a lot of rakes outside. There were like eight or nine rakes. It was. We do not need eight or nine rakes because there we don't rake the actual grass. There are landscaping people who take care of that, I guess. Yeah. And where there's not grass, it's just kind of dirt. Yeah. Um, well, rakes are a big part of summer camp culture, but not in our division. That's true. Other divisions in, like rake their their dirt. In all the other <laughs> in all the other divisions, your cabin derives great pride and honor and status by raking patterns in the dirt. That's true. Part of cabin cleanup at summer camp is raking dirt into <laughs> patterns, which does kind of make sense. I loved it. When I was an intermediate, I loved it. I I may have spent more time on my rock gardens <laughs> than my actual art, which is, you know, why yes. I might be 34 still working here. When you were in, when you were doing the rock gardens, yeah. was it a Zen rock garden or had that not been invented yet? I don't, I don't know. I just knew that if I stacked rocks on top of each other, it brought me happiness and it brought me extra bonus points on my cabin cleanup thing. That's pretty cool. It's, yeah. I think that's like the whole point of a Zen rock garden. Like, ha- oh, happiness and happy extra little points. rocks and extra points. So, listener, that's our update on the rakes. <laughs> and we only were talking about it because one day we saw a lot of rakes. What else do we need to update them on? We've done rakes, we've done bubblers. We need to talk about the grabber. The grabber. Do they know about the grabber? They, we haven't. Listener, the grabber has been a really important part of me and Matt's like summer camp experience for a Integral. couple of years now. 
Yeah. Into and we and it, it is con- I think we haven't been talking about it because it's such an important thing that we've been kind of. It feels like it's too important for the pot of zone. <laughs> and I, I don't mean to, to say, listener, that you are not important. But what we talk about is less important than a lot of things. Okay. So this is the way the grabber works. Do you know the origin, why all the divisions were initially given a grabber? I do. Okay. Um, I, I was working here in the year of the bat, which is not on the Chinese calendar. It was just on the summer camp calendar. And the year of the bat was a year when multiple cabins had a bat enter the cabin. And I guess probably leave the cabin. Yeah. But if a bat gets in the cabin, right, you, you don't know if it's bitten you. Because the bites are so small. Yeah. And you don't know if a bat has rabies because you never get to see the foaming at the mouth like a dog. Yeah. And so if you can't catch the bat, the only solution... You assume that everyone in the cabin (laughs) is infected with rabies. Yeah, you literally assume everyone has rabies, which (laughs) sounds hilarious, but I guess has to be... The way you do it. The reason for that, listener, is rabies is like straight up incurable. It's like a terrible way to die. And if you get it, once you start presenting symptoms, it's already too late. Is that true that it's completely incurable it's once com- you present, once present you, symptoms? Once you, once you show symptoms, it has a 100% death rate. So if I like put together an informational slide and I presented a symptom of rabies... It would be too late for me. Wait, if you showed the slide? If I was putting together a presentation. Okay. And I was like, all right, you will know if you have rabies if you start being fatigued and foaming at the mouth. And then everyone would be like, no, Matt, it's too late. You've presented symptoms. (laughs) It's over. We can't save you. That was a stretch. It was a stretch. That was a stretch. But yes, absolutely. That's why we're taking a big risk talking about this. <laughs> this is very risky. Most people are loath to talk about it. But anyway, so bats came in the cabin, and we uh, then the bats were either beaten, thrown out of the cabin, <laughs> escaped, mutilated beyond recognition. They need to look at the bat's brain to see if it has rabies. Correct. So if they if the brain is not intact, we can't figure out if it has rabies. And everyone who was in the within the cabin has to go get rabies shots. So in the year of the bat. And and just to be clear, probably no one was bitten and no one had rabies. But you just have to be sure because it's super deadly. Yeah, we're Bones and I are probably the closest to having rabies right now due to our presentation (laughs) of rabies and the symptoms and. The year of the bat. Okay, so these bats came into the cabins, and everyone had to get rabies vaccine shots, which are incredibly painful and expensive, ridiculously so. So we here at summer camp, or the camp life at summer camp, were like, "What are we gonna do about these bats?" And the solution was to, so, to a couple get, things. Uh, yeah. Solution. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's okay. The solution was bat checks. Which where you look around the cabin at night for bat checks. Do you do a bat check? Well, I don't. I no longer. You don't live in a cabin. I live in a cabin. I no longer live in a cabin with kids, with campers. I live in a cabin with one other adult, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna risk it. That's fair. On my first night in here, Troy like did a bat check. 
and I was surprised. Did it make you feel safer or less safe? It made me feel less safe because I had forgotten about the whole bat thing. Yeah, you were like living in ignorance, and then he's like, hey, by the way, you might get rabies tonight. (laughs) Or if a bat's in here, unless you catch it and (laughs) show its brain to a doctor, (laughs) you will get rabies shots in your hookus. Okay, so one arsenal in the war against bats, bat check. What's some other stuff? Um, a second arsenal is a tennis racket. <laughs> That's true, though. You can, is it really? Yeah, because a Did tennis start- racket is a good, a good arsenal. What? What do I want to say? It's good. Weapon. It's a good weapon. I don't want to call it a weapon. You tool. Tool. Defense. Defense initiative. mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So to subdue the bat. Yeah, to subdue. Because like, if you take, uh, I don't know, a big like ping pong paddle. Ping pong paddle is not big enough. Okay. A tennis racket is is easy to maneuver okay. because of the the <laughs> strings on it. Yeah. So you can move it really easily. If the wind doesn't catch it. So if the bat's coming at you, boom, done. And you're not like trying to. A sledgehammer would be too a big. A sledgehammer would be too big and hard to yield. Like an umbrella is big enough, but it gets <laughs> caught in the the air. So yeah. I'm just trying to give some options, like, so that you know what I'm, what, what I'm Okay, going. so one of them is a tennis racket. The other thing was they gave every cabin a tiny child's butterfly net. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was the other we- that was the other weapon for catching the bat. Was that the tiny that was chi- what they did. Was the tiny, they did. Every cabin got a tiny child. No, I don't even think it was every <laughs> cabin. Was I think like it was every, every division. division. So if there's a bat in your cabin, you, you either run to headquarters or I don't know if you're supposed to leave because the bat might get out. You call headquarters and say, and, and, get and, over here now get with the, the tiny bat butterfly. Net. Get the bat net. The, okay. This will be the only way we will be saved from rabies. And once you catch the bat in the child's tiny butterfly net, you don't want to touch it. It might bite you. You grab the grabber. <laughs> first, I totally, I remember this happening. I forgot that that was, that was the whole process. That's of the whole process. The child size butterfly net, which is weird because like all of the counselors are adults, so they could definitely <laughs> like wield a full adult size butterfly net. Definitely. Um, and that would probably be more successful. You had to capture it with the, the butterfly net. Save it in there. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. And then take your grabber. Get the grabber. Get the grabber. Insert it into the net. Yeah. Pull the bat out. Keep it alive. <laughs> while no, you, I, well, think, I think you could kill it, but I don't know if you're just supposed to use the grabber to strangle the bat in front of the cabin. Like, everybody watch what happens when bats mess with us. <laughs> and like crushing sounds and it just... Uh, yeah. Okay. So guts everywhere. But anyway, so we all the divisions were given these tiny nets and these grabbers. Now, listener, you might be saying to yourself, "What's a grabber?" Um, a grabber is like one of those things that people use to pick up trash if you are a cleanup person, or if you're an old person and you need to read something and you That's can't bend true. over. It's like a little claw. You pull yeah, the handle probably, and it grasps. Probably at least. Two and a half, maybe three yeah. feet long, and it has a claw on the end of it, and you pull the handle on the the opposing end, yeah. and it closes the claw, and you can pick stuff up, yeah, or 
grab bats. Yeah, or <laughs> grab bats. And save your whole cabin from bats. Yeah. Um, but me and Matt really got into the grabber. Really, Matt. Yeah, it kind of became my thing. The grabber is really fun to use. It is. Um, it's very silly. It, it's very silly. It's... Because it's kind of functional, but mostly non-functional. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just adapted it to work for me. Yeah. So every night, not last night, and we paid the price because the raccoons came. We did. Matt and I, as assistant directors, would drive around on our golf cart. Uh, ooh, we could do an episode on we golf should cart. teaser golf carts. And my golf cart's name is Golf Cart Sue. And my golf cart's name is... Golf cart, Suzanne. <laughs> I just came up with that, listener. That's pretty good. We'll probably edit that out. We'll um, see. We'll uh, see what Cody does. We'll see what Cody does. <laughs> um, but we'll go around. We'll empty all the trashes around Division. We have like five of them. Put them in the dumpster. And Matt will use the grabber as much as possible in this process. Yes, in the entire process, I will use the grabber on as many objects as I can grab. Yeah, because it, it, that's what it's for. Um, so he'll pick up water bottles. Yep, he'll water pick up bottles, trash. trash. Sometimes as we're driving down the path, I just see like a leaf and I want to see if I have the grabber dexterity to grab it. And most of the time I do. He's gotten pretty good with it. And I've gotten okay at navigating the golf cart. Right, so uh, Bones and I both have our roles in trash pickup. <laughs> I grab at things, and Bones <laughs> drives. And when we, there's actual, like, when we get to the trash can, mm-hmm. Bones takes the trash out, yeah, he takes the I bag out, up. and I put the new bag in. So there is a time when we actually do some work. Yeah. The rest of the time, Bones is driving golf cart Sue. Yeah. And I am grabbing at things. And it works. Those roles... <laughs> Suit us. It works for us. Because ha- have we ever tried to switch it, Bones? I think maybe once. Yeah, and it was bad. It was bad. It was a rough <laughs> night. <laughs> like, Bones couldn't grab anything. I ran into a lot of things. <laughs> and with the, with the golf cart, Bones is really good at getting us into spots that like I don't think we'll fit through. I want to push the limits of like golf cart uh, fitting. <laughs> yeah, and you do, and you're successful at it. Rarely you. do you get to get us stuck. Yeah. So some of my favorite parts of taking out the trash is when Matt has to lean way out of the golf cart <laughs> with, the grabber with the grabber to turn off the lights in the practice huts, which you may remember from the episode about dead trains, the very oh, same yeah. practice huts. The scalped trains. <laughs> <laughs> but he could... He could get off the, uh, well, we used to have a longer grabber. We used to use the green one. Right. Then we lost that one. summer camp green grabber. Yeah. That was the official bat one. That one disappeared, so we got a new grabber. Not as long. Right. But, like, more fun to use. Yeah, very ergonomic. And the the head on it, the part that grabs, you can rotate 90 degrees. So you can make it be a mouth, like a parrot's mouth, or you can make it be scary ant mandibles. Or a crab. Is that do crabs' mouths go like this? Oh, you're talking about a uh, ant mouth. It, what's a mandible? Ant man. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought a mandible was a mouth. I, a mandible is yeah, because your jaw is mandibular or something. Yeah. The bone itself. So the ants eat sideways. They go raw raw. You can't see me, listener, but you know what I'm doing. Um, I do. If you don't, listener. 
Okay, so, but anyway, he could get, anyway, we had to switch to the ergonomic grabber, which was a little bit smaller, a little bit less lengthy. So it Matt was. would have to hold on to the golf cart and lean way, way over, over and just get it. And he's pretty good at it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, because the lights, they're on the old pull chain system. Mm-hmm. So I have to reach all the way to the back of the practice hut, rip it down, basically. I just get the grabber on it, and I pull as hard as I can. Lights go off, Yeah, and then we go on to the next one. Yeah. And, you know, we pick up lost and found stuff. We pick up trash, and we just investigate division. Yeah. And that's probably the... Uh, most acrobatic I get while I camp. Yeah, I play a lot of games. Matt uh, doesn't. Yeah, but he's funny. Um, okay. I spend a lot of time on podisodes. Any, <laughs> <laughs> any, anyway, listener, let's talk about the different grabbers we've had. Okay. First, original green grabber. Green grabber, and every division got one. Every division, every division got division one. Got their one green grabber. We lost ours. Yeah, we don't know where it went. So. so I ordered a new grabber. This was the Grabber 2.0, very ergonomic. What happened to that one? Um, so what happened to Grabber <laughs> 2.0 is Dane, Director Dane, who sometimes makes noises, decided to make a poor choice with <laughs> Grabber 2.0, and he thought that it could be used as a shoehorn. He did. And so he grabbed his shoe with the grabber. And he tried to angle his foot into the shoe. It just kind of stomped down. <laughs> and if you don't know Director Dane, he's a pretty big guy. Director Dane's pretty imposing. And so that was a lot of force that went into the grabber. And the grabber stood no chance. He basically just stomped on the grabber. Yeah. And it, it broke. So we were sad about that. I Was it me who ordered Grabber 3.0? Yeah. I think... No, was it Dane? I don't know. We were we were pretty we were upset. Very upset. We were we were really <laughs> upset. This this like nighttime uh, trash golf cart grabbing ritual had become like a real big part of camp. Yeah. So we we couldn't do anything. We I didn't. was I was heartbroken. I was. I think that's when we went to intermediate boys. And, that's what and, happened. Yeah. yeah. So I can't remember if Dane felt so much guilt that he ordered a new grabber for us or if Bones was just like, I got it. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah. But we had a new grabber on the way, but we couldn't wait. Yeah. We could not wait. We were physically unable to work, emotionally unable to work. Yeah. Because of the the murder of the grabber. Yeah. You don't want to pick stuff up with your hands. That's not in the spirit of camp. That's not in the spirit of camp. Or the grabber. Yeah. Uh, so what we did was we commandeered <laughs> another grabber. We did. We looked at it, we assessed the situation, and we decided that the only ethical thing to do would be to take the intermediate boys grabber and, like, annex it. Yeah, we just went over there and casually walked in. And I have an end because I used to work over there. Yeah. They don't really know me anymore. They're all, all the people I worked with are pretty much gone. Yeah. But I just walk in. I'm like, hey, I used to work in this division. Just checking it out. And everyone knows Bones. Yeah. Because he has a funky name. I have a weird name. And we just walked in and took it. We did. And Intermediate Boys, we would return it to you, but on the label... It says, no longer the property of Intermediate Boys. <laughs> That's true. We labeled it as ours. Yeah. And it's, now it's ours. It's ours. Uh, so if we, y'all have a bat, give us a call. 
we'll come help. Yeah, and we can we might even be able to find our children's butterfly net. I doubt it. I just thought we could be of help. No, I don't know where our children. Well, I have a tennis net. racket. Okay, so we have like two out of three of the arsenal. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's sixty-six point six six percent. Yeah, exactly. Um. So anyway, uh, we have we do have another long green grabber. Then we got Grabber 3.0. It's pretty good. But anyway, we got back this summer. You may remember that it was a mystery where the Grabber was. It was a mystery. We lost. We should have had two Grabbers because we'd have the long green one and the... the Grabber 2. Grabber 2.0. No, Grabber really 3.0. No, it is 3.0. Yeah, it, says it, it is. It. Oh, it is Grabber 3.0. Okay. That was the one we replaced, the one Dane mangled. Yeah, we couldn't find them. I was very upset. Camp was going to start. We were grabberless. I ordered us another grabber. Yeah. And then, listener, guess what? What? We found. We found our grabbers. So what we did at the end of summer, and we forgot because we're we're just kind of potatoes sometimes. Yeah, we're just potatoes. We hid the grabber so well Mm -hmm. that not even we could find it because we didn't want to lose it. We went through a lot of grabbers. We have. They just disappear because they're fun. They're really fun. I would suggest you get one. Yeah. Uh, And grabber, if you want to endorse us, that'd be great. I guess we're getting a little long, but... uh, We could turn it into two podisodes if we wanted. We could turn it into two podisodes. Or we could just start making like this American Life level podisodes. You, that's usually like a couple different stories, and yeah, they we've do told re- a couple different stories. Research and interviews, and like I've music. interviewed you. You've interviewed me. <laughs> we have music at the beginning and at the end. Okay, uh, we don't have sponsors yet, but we could we could try. I think the Grabber people would be a good sponsor. Yeah, grip so, and grab, grip and grab. Send us a Facebook. You guys are pretty cool. We are big fans. Big fans. And just to just so you know, grip and grab people, we do not we think your quality, the quality of your product is very high. Just because Dane destroyed one, like we're not upset at you. That was Dane's fault. Yeah, it, like, he's he's pretty big. He should have known the limitations of the grabber. It's not it's not like industrial strength. It's no, just a it's regular not. grabber. But if you did want to send us an industrial strength ultra grabber, we would like that. We'd be forever indebted to you. Yeah, we would grab a lot. We'd probably just grab the same stuff with it. But Better. more of it. We'd grab so much more. Okay, I think we're going to wrap it up here, Bones. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good about that. Nice. I'm kind of hungry. I'm kind of hungry, too. And we have to play, like, we have to play peasants for the safety people today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We have to be the plebeian masses we fleeing from fleeing a disaster. From a disaster, yeah. We have to we have to participate in an eva- evacuation drill of uh, one of our probably our largest performance venue. So we're gonna we're gonna go do that. Yeah.